Hi, and welcome back to the Judaism From Within podcast. I'm Simi Lerner. When it comes to bris Mila, many different ideas come into play. We have to discuss the idea of purpose, the goal of the Jewish people, and why is that important? We have to discuss the context in which this covenant emerged. We have to discuss the concept of covenant itself, the spirit and the ideas and the philosophy that are embedded in the act of circumcision. But we also have to discuss the symbol itself, the actual process of Mila, what's involved, and how does each stage reflect the philosophy? This is the goal of Rav Hirsch in his discussion of Bris Mila, not only in Chorev, but scattered throughout his writings. And we're going to try and do justice to that, because when it comes to Bris Mila, it is something that we do. We do as the Jewish people have done for generations. The act itself has been around for many, many, many years. But for the Jewish people, this is the symbol of our relationship with God and our unique purpose in the world. So, let us open up immediately with asking a question. Why is it important for us to articulate a purpose? Articulate the goal of the Jewish people? This reflects more in the line of Rav Hirsch's discussion in 19 Letters, where to ask a question about Judaism, which he has asked himself in the dialogue, to critique Judaism, to ask, why is Judaism relevant to me and my life? Which, in the words of the 19 Letters, his antagonists towards him. What does Judaism do for me? This is where Rav Hirsch asks us to appreciate the goal of Judaism from its point of view. Now, this sounds fairly obvious, but it's not so obvious, because people get in line with religion for many different reasons. But Rav Hirsch asks us to look at Judaism from within itself. What are the goals of Judaism? What is Judaism trying to achieve in the world? And once you can grab that to whatever extent you can, you can now make sense of the actions in Judaism. You can make sense of the ritual within Judaism. But without appreciating the goal of the Tyra, the goal of the descendants of Avram, you have no hope in asking, well, answering the question, is Judaism relevant to me? Is it a mission or goal I should adopt? Because you haven't articulated one. Often we fall in line with the idea that religion somehow benefits my life, as if my life is a separate component. But that's not what Rav Hirsch asks us to do. Rav Hirsch asks us to, even for the sake of argument, embody the world of Judaism, see Judaism through its lenses, see its goals, and ask ourselves, do they call me? Do I feel obligated by these goals? Do I feel obligated? Is there a demand on me through this lens? If there is, then you adopt it. If there's not, as he puts it, you can throw stones on it. But to really ask, answer the question, is Judaism relevant to my life? We have to understand what Judaism is. And for Rav Hirsch, Judaism is a vision, a way of looking at the world that has its own goals. And then you can ask the question, well then, how do particular commandments fit into that goal? That is what Rav Hirsch does in the 90 letters. But it all comes back to the Brismila. Because before Avram, this is a world story, the narrative of the world in general. But when it comes to Avram, we are invited to embody a particular vision, the vision of Avram and his descendants. That is the narrative we are asked to 
adopt. And once you adopt the narrative, you see yourself as part of a story. Thereby, you can see what your goal is. That's the bris milah. The bris milah and what leads up to the bris milah, which is the lech lecha, come together to articulate the goal of the Jewish people, the goal of the descendants of Abraham. And the bris milah encapsulates that in a sign, in a symbol. So to recap this first point, together with the work, the 19 letters, Rav Hirsch asks us to look at Judaism from within itself, to see its goals. And that draws us to Parshas Lechlacha, which is the bris mila, as well as the initial calling to Avraham. And there are two things I want to talk about. One, the context. Two, who it was commanded to. Now, the reason what I mean by the context is that if we rewind a little bit, the shadow in which the whole relationship to Avraham is made is in the shadow of Migdal Bavel, the generation of the dispersed, the Dar HaFlaga. Now, we have to understand what Rav Hirsch felt went wrong then to understand what is going to go right with Avraham. Avraham is called upon as an individual to follow Hashem, to adopt the goals of Hashem, to guard the way of God. And that is encapsulated in the bris mila. And we'll get on to that next week. But what is Avram as an individual being asked? He's being asked to adopt the most noble goal. If we parallel this with the Tower of Bavel, they also adopted a goal. Because the Torah is telling us that you will choose a goal. There's no way of avoiding that. The Dar HaFlaga chose the goal of the community. Everyone was to sacrifice to the community. What was the community? A tower. Everything was to be paid in homage, life or wealth, to the building of the tower, for the name of the community. As a community, we will make for ourselves a name. Nase Lonu Shame. The making of the name was the goal of the community, and the individual was sacrificed to that goal. That is the wrong perspective. That is the perspective the Torah is warning us against. You can choose a goal, but if the goal is the community, the individual will die and be sacrificed to the glory of the community. Now, we, we can clearly see this in our own lives and in history, where the goal becomes the nation state or the goal becomes a specific ideology and everyone must die before that ideology or go on their knees before that ideology. Avram is being asked to go a different route as an individual. Individuality is the focal point here. Yes, Judaism has a role for the community, but the community is to serve as a means of the individual in service of the Most High, in the service of the way of God. And that guarding of the way of God is what Avram is being called upon to enact. So it's not incidental that the Tower of Bovel comes straight before the example of a toxic or a parasitical goal, parasitical of the individual, rather than the individual striving for the most high, the most noble goal. That is what Avram is being asked upon. He's asked to go on his lechlecha. He is asked to become a blessing. Hashem wishes to make his name great. That is a wish Hashem can have, but that can only be accomplished if we become a blessing. The language of a blessing, the language of justice and righteousness, isn't incidental. These are all the most noble goals that any individual can embark upon. And this is what Avram is being called upon. Now, yes, we're doing this in 
we're being quite vague in terms of the specific nature of what Abraham is being called upon, and we're going to develop that later. But remember, the air of this discussion isn't a capricious God demanding service. That's not it. It's a relationship between God and Avram, and that relationship being encapsulated in the language of morality. The Torah began with the language of morality, of that which is good. God created the world. The language of good is used. And now the language of justice and righteousness are being used in relationship to the individual who will continue that goal throughout humanity. The individual and that nation who will continue. So, we spoke about the nature of a goal. We spoke about the context in which this arises for Avram, in the shadow of Migdal Bavel. And now the last point. Who is this being commanded to? Now, this is very key for Rav Hirsch. Avram is 99 years old. The age of Avram is very key. Because the point here isn't that the goal of the Jewish people is to be a good person. That is already assumed. That is already assumed. The natural state of an individual, of a human being, of a son of Noach, is to be a good person. The seven Noachite laws, the pursuing of a relationship with Hashem even, is an expectation on humanity. They are supposed to live out a moral life. They are supposed to be the perfect human. They are supposed to strive towards perfection in the human environment. But there is something extra that is being asked of the Jew. And this is to become a blessing. And through them, the nations of the world will be blessed. This is a calling that we often refer to as being a light to the nations. It is a demand of the Jewish people to go out into the world and have a purpose, to draw the rest of the world towards this ultimate goal. But if the mitzvah of the Mila was given many years ago, and he was a young man, people might think that the result of being in a covenant with God is that you're a good person. No. Hashem develops a relationship with good people. Hashem approached Avram with this covenant when he was already perfected. He was already a good person. He was already, as Rav Hirsch would refer to it as, he was a mensch. But now there is a next stage, the seven, which represents obviously the natural world, the seven days of creation. And that is an expectation. The concept of Shabbos is an expectation on the whole world. The world has purpose. There is meaning to the world. But the extra calling for the Jew is the eighth. That is the calling and the mission to the Jewish people. So to repeat our three points, we spoke about the importance of a goal and looking at Judaism from within itself. Then we spoke about the shadow in which this entire episode is under, the toxic goal of Migdal Bavel, the parasitical goal of Migdal Bavel, the idea that if you don't have a goal, something will fill that space. And in the example, and it can feel so noble, the communist regime had a very noble goal and it fed off the individual to try and pursue that goal with devastating results. And lastly, who was being commanded on this mission? It was Avram. Not young Avram that Hashem approached. No, 99 years old. A man who has already lived his life and clearly a man of worth and substance. But that very person is who Hashem approached. The covenant, the bris, wasn't what caused Avram to be good. It was a result of Avram being a mensch. And now he was called upon to be that much more. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week and a wonderful Shabbos.